Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Creep Time After Dark. This is a Creep Time original podcast. So make sure to go listen to Creep Time, the podcast, right after the show. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, this is it. This is the official first episode of Creep Time After Dark. It sounds saucy. It sounds like I should be doing it for the Spice Network. I'm not going to lie. It sounds sultry. <laughs> Wait, didn't Chloe Kardashian have a creep? Not, not a creep time after dark. She had like Chloe after dark. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> if Chloe Kardashian is going to be on creep time after dark, I need you to warn me ahead of time. No, no, no. no. You're going to come in blind. You're going to come in full blind, like for the stories. <laughs> I want you to come on camera and Chloe Kardashian's like our producer. And she just goes, hey, Stu. Hey, Stu. How are we doing? I love um, it. <laughs> do, you, do you know what? I actually love the clip that's been going around, I feel like forever now, of Kim on the phone and Chloe just spoon feeding her exactly what to say to her it's like PR so or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, you're protecting your kids and your family. Goes, yeah, I'm protecting my kids and my family, my family's <laughs> reputation. And then like she just turns yeah. to Chris and goes, she's like, she's- love it. Love Chloe. Well. For anybody who is new, because this is the first episode of Creep Time After Dark, this is an entirely new format that we are trying. You probably came looking for Creep Time, the podcast, which is our true crime podcast, the flagship show. So if you're looking for true crime, head on over, listen to that. This is the after show where Stu and I come on to debrief. It has nothing to do with true crime, (laughs) but we pick a word at random. We have a whole list of words, and they are inherently sinister, which I think one of the ones we said last time, we were like... uh, School dances, middle school. <laughs> like, it's a word or phrase. School dances, middle school, dressing yeah. rooms. Um, but also we'll have some stuff in there like cemeteries, asylums, um, fabulosa. And when you run out of that shit and, <laughs> and you can't clean your floors. <laughs> Only because that, that happened to me today. Oh, honey. You use fabulosa? <laughs> Are you a I swiffer girly? Actually, when you said that, I was like, what the hell is fabulosa and then i remembered it i remembered it i was like wait in my head i thought like the snuggy bear although i know that's not it's not that pete if you guys aren't on the fabulosa train if you don't want to give yourselves like emphysema by the time you're 35 from inhaling those fumes you don't know what's up because that shit cleans the floor it sanitizes it makes the whole house smell beautiful swiffers waste tired 
And you know what? I believe you now because I just swiffered my apartment this weekend before my brother came and visited. Mm-hmm. I, I had to go through three of those damn pads to cover not even like 100 square feet. And I can guarantee you would put another one on a fourth. It would still be dirty. The floor is still dirty. You need and the hot that water. Is that is sinister. You need the hot water and the fabulosa, mama. Anybody who's listening who uses it, they know they're snapping right now because they know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. They know it's the real deal. <laughs> so now that we're a few minutes into it, you guys understand the premise. We are going to jump straight in. I want to say before we start off this podcast, because we're probably not going to do this intro all too much. If you're new here, please follow and subscribe to the podcast straight away so that you never miss a beat. You catch all new episodes of Creep Time After Dark. It is unfiltered. It is Stu and myself just shooting the shit over whatever word we just, pick for the day. Oh, I forget we get to, we get to curse on After Dark. Can we? I we're mean, shoot, we're shooting the shit. <laughs> you know, there's a premium <laughs> episode where you didn't know we were recording and you were like, what did you say? You were like, oh, I love that we can curse. Fuck. Like, you just, it was like a tick. Like, you were waiting so long just to, like, say fuck on Mike. <laughs> I do know that, listen, I do know that we have younger listeners. I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about, like, the families that listen to us. Mm, mm-hmm. Totally understand. We'll try to keep it, you know, kosher to a minimum, a little above board. But, again, this yeah. is creep time after dark. You can't control us. You can't trust County on Creep Time, and you can't trust us on After Dark. That's all I'm going to say. And with that, I'm ready for the first word, baby. Okay. Our very first draw. Okay. This is totally (laughs) randomized, too. Oh, God. Okay. And Creepers, like, so really, it is, like, half scary stuff and half, like, normal stuff that could be terrifying. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Drum roll, please. dun 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 Ooh, okay. This is actually a creepy one. What is it? Decay. Oh, God. What a... (laughs) 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 Me thinking we're going into it, I'm like, she's going to pull a word like Spencer. She's going to pull a word like late middle school. She goes, decomposition will be our starting place. (laughs) But you just gave it the greatest. You were like, oh, my God. You're- <laughs> oh, I'm overwhelmed. Sorry. I'm a little hungover, oh as God. I mentioned. So I'm a little, <laughs> my brain's a little on one right now. And I just sent you. I was like, let me make it even worse. Let me just decay? twist it hangover okay. with decay. So, well, what are you thinking of when you think of decay? What's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Like rotting. Rotting. Okay, so we're still stuck in like synonyms. Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You know what the first thing that is that came to my mind? You ever heard of the body Hmm. farm? I think this is. I gotta look this up. Have you in Texas University? I'm ninety percent sure it's Texas University. You heard of the body farm? No. So, okay, I'm gonna look this up and fact check myself in a second, but it's kind of irrelevant which university it is. There is a university, I'm fairly sure it's in Texas, and they have a pretty vast like forensics department, and they have an on-campus body farm. What it is is a designated fenced-off section which belongs to the forensics department where people who donated their bodies to science, their bodies are taken there, laid out in the field, in the open air, no embalming, nothing. And the whole purpose of it is so that students who are in that department can go and study and observe bodies decaying over a period of like one week, two weeks, two months. 
Your face, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I take this in a totally different direction? <laughs> no, well, first of all, I'm still reeling from you going, we're still on synonyms. <laughs> I told I'm not firing on all cylinders, so the brain, it just it's like plucking reeds left and right. Please, please, please read me to Phil. I need to my Sunday scaries are gonna be immediately quelled by you just reading me to Phil. So that's amazing. It does it snaps um, you back in somehow. Like it puts you back in your body when somebody it does. reads you because it's like you're not on the defense, but you're like ready to fire back. You're like, all right, well, we're at war. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even ready to fire back. I'm literally just like, you did just speak in synonyms. And is that what Creep Time After Dark is going to be? Now I'm going to remember that for every episode. I'm going to be like, do not just fire back synonyms. Um. I, did, I promise you, it, it was second nature. I did not mean to be that vicious. If that's what I did, I'm sorry. You made me, I sound incredible. like such an asshole. Holy shit. <laughs> I just can't stop laughing thinking about that. The wind was taken out of me. I was like, and you were like, have you heard of the body farm? You just kept moving without, that was amazing. Um, I have something to add to that, that I, um, my, both of my grandparents donated their bodies to science. I really hope that they did not go to the body farm. I don't think they did. I've never heard this, but are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. When my, yeah. Cause I think I've told you that when my grandfather passed, I Mm -hmm. was at the home yes and um when they came to uh like after he died my grandmother was like well i have to call emory hospital Mm -hmm. and i was like why and she was like they have to come get him and i was like what and she was like yeah your grandfather donated his body to science that is so commendable and amazing i've never met anybody who's had some yeah had someone in their family who's actually done it that's crazy yeah and so RIP to my grandfather. <laughs> I like that it, but I really don't like the thought of his body just sitting there rotting as somebody looks at it, but I mean, well, that's crazy. There's somebody I remember in high school somebody was like talking, we were having like deep conversations about grief and things like that and mostly about like physical decay and they really framed it in a way that helped to normalize it for me where they were just saying you just have to think of it as a shell, you know, because it's mm-hmm. not the person, it's not their soul or it's not whatever energy they had with you. It's just a shell. So it doesn't matter all too much. And honestly, what's interesting about the body farm or like watching the watching of the decay is it's for science. It's for the purposes of like, how can we learn more about unsolved crime scenes if a body is found, you know, where we can all of a sudden piece together. We know exactly how long they've been here, which environmental factors they've been introduced to. That's helpful. But I, I'm very surprised to hear that you have someone in your family who donated their body to science. I don't know anybody who's done that, but I think that's super commendable. Yeah, I do too. It's made me like think a lot about what I would want, like if I would want to be cremated or buried or whatever someday, I think I would probably do the same thing. My grandmother ended up doing the same thing. I don't know if they made a pact together to do that, but she did it too. It's really Um, helpful. Are you an organ donor too? Yes. Me too, baby. Which I always people always like get in your ear about that sometimes, and they're like, "That's not good." And I'm like, "But why?" And they're like, "Well, if you're in an accident or something, they don't have high incentive to like revive you because they're like, oh, he's an organ donor. Like, we're almost at the finish line." <laughs> and like, that's so fucking dark. 
I don't think anybody wants our organs, honestly. <laughs> you and I specifically, they're like, oh, we don't need those. Yeah, inhaling the mold <laughs> of like 50, 50 different theaters a year. <laughs> the heart is black. Yeah. <laughs> the liver it has completely corroded from like years of coffee and alcohol abuse. <laughs> it's so foul. <laughs> I do think about that all the time. I'm like, well, of course, I'm like, people would want my young organs. And I'm like, well, I've also been through four years of college. I, I don't know that they're quite right. in the same shape they used to be. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. We were just talking about that before we got on. Not organs, you know, failing or decaying, but we were talking about <laughs> the culture around alcohol. I know this is a deviation from decay, but I want to speak on it because we were having a good conversation before. Yeah. When you were in college, what was the culture around drinking and socializing? Was I'm sure it was pretty standard, but... Did you feel like it was a little bit different from other college experiences? Because mine was a little different. I'm curious about how yours was different because I always think that we had such parallel kind of experiences with college just because mm-hmm. the size, the type of like degree you and I got. Um, but I went to a big major public university. I was mm-hmm. in Greek Same. life. So I felt like I saw a lot of drinking culture that was very similar to like what I had seen in movies growing up and stuff like that. It's very like animal house. It's like project X like type shit when you're first. But that's like freshman year though. You know, like everybody's going crazy because they're like freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, but for sure being in Greek life was like, I saw people that definitely had started to abuse drugs and alcohol like early on you know early on did you ever do did you ever do funnel drinking funnel (laughs) so we did have different college experience like a beer like a beer like a beer a beer uh, like a bong yeah well yeah beer funnel or like yeah yeah dark i mean i probably did that like one (laughs) one or two times at like a party or something I, i mean i i can't even shotgun a beer like i'm such a lame-o when it comes to chugging no it's very different as we've gotten older it's very different now like drinking like even last night like i still can't think about the booze i had last night because it was so taken like a toll on the body i'm decaying in real time (laughs) that's our liver decay well see i thankfully i feel like i grew up in a household where like we definitely have listen you know me i love my wine i love i love a cocktail but, like, I grew up in a household where there wasn't a ton of, like, hard liquor. Or, mm-hmm. Like, I never saw my parents drinking hard liquor growing up. It Me was only either. wine and beer. Yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom was wine. Dad was beer. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preference between the two? I, always, Which one, I mean, I'm sure you're a wino. Oh, I'm a wino. Mm-hmm. See, but that's my problem. I'm like, I want a glass of wine. At like, anytime somebody offers me a glass of wine, I'm like, yep, I'll take it. Like, because it's, it's so passive and casual. Like it's com- yeah. it's conversational. You're like, oh, co- yeah. It's like I feel like it's our generation's modern day cigarette. We're like, oh, do you want to go have a smoke with me, kind of thing. Whereas that was a bigger thing in yeah. like the 80s, 90s, especially in work culture. Now it's like, oh, like come have a glass of wine with me. You can do it right in your office now. You can go straight to like okay. the kitchenette, and you're like, yeah, let's like crack open a little canned wine. That's how normal it yeah. is. Pe- people are having you know high noons and a glass of wine and a or a beer at like 4 p.m. now in my office. Like, <laughs> you know, I just read the other day that in Russia, it was, I think it was, it wasn't until like uh, 2017 that they considered beer <laughs> to be a, an alcoholic drink unless it was, um, oh my God, it had to be like over 12% ABV. 
anything under was considered a soft drink. <laughs> Isn't <Dead>. that insane? <sighs> Decay. <laughs> Decay. I can't look at you bringing up Russia after what you told me about the vodka drinks that you had to have last night. I know. Night. <laughs> I was trying not to make the association. I was like, because my brain is just going to, I'll start gagging. Mm. Well, it's vodka was never, I feel like my trouble with vodka was high school. And then the alcohol that like made me sick as an adult was tequila. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I've had so many rough nights with tequila. Haven't you? Tequi- <laughs> yeah. Tequila is like the one liquor that I feel like if I'm like out and stuff and people are like, I'm getting a tequila, then I'll be like, oh. Get a tequila drink too, yeah. but I still, even when I'm out, I am that person at like a dive bar that I'm like, can I get a glass of wine or like prosecco <laughs> or something? Like I hate that's a character flaw that I really don't like about myself. But not at but all. That's the one liquor that I will have. I'm like, I'll, I'll have like tequila and whatever. And like, a, will you get like a margarita? Like have a mixed drink or like tequila soda and like grapefruit or something? I think that's really good. See, but- I I need the tequila to be disguised. I don't like the taste of it. Yeah. It's too – like yeah. doing a tequila shot to me, I can't even think about. It's too uh, – <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you go, no, no. <laughs> Can I tell you about like, one of my worst were... tequila stories? Yes. <laughs> there was oh – um, Of course. Oh, decay. God. Decay. <laughs> Baby, I did decay at the end of this night. Let me explain. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe – Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. So I was going to meet a friend in downtown. She was working in downtown LA waiting tables. So I was like, oh, I'm going to come meet you. Um, I forgot why I was there. I might have been like working in downtown too at the time. I didn't have my car. She was going to give me a ride home. Stopped at this bar. It was a gay bar and it was circus themed. Recipe for disaster. It was the middle of winter. <sighs> I went in and I, you know, sitting in a gay bar alone, you are inviting every person in there and their mother to buy you a drink somehow. So I was sitting there. And all of a sudden, bartenders kept coming over. They were like, there's a drink that was purchased for you from, like, that gentleman over there, like, that guy in the back kind of thing. And I'm just sitting solo. And the problem is it's very nice and generous. And they're not asking for they're not asking for anything in return. Like, they don't want to be like Gay K. Simmons like in D.C. and sit down with you and be like, <laughs> so, you going home tonight kind of thing? Like, it's not that. They truly just want to send you a drink. It's sweet. But the problem is I was mixing a lot of different drinks. You know, it was like some weird, gross nutmeg mixed drink. Then it was a tequila soda. And then it was a margarita. And then it was some vodka thing. And I was like drinking them all. I got so wasted at this bar. I entered a competition. Because it was they had performers. Because it was circus themed. So they had like aerial silks performers and like a burlesque MC. It was crazy. I entered a competition. Went on stage. I can't exactly say. Do the splits? Maybe. (laughs) Let me. Something split. Something split. (laughs) Let me just tell you. I can't tell you exactly what I did. But what I can say is I took second place in that competition. That that was the last thing I remembered of that night. And then (sighs) the next day, because I was, again, I was still waiting for my friend to come pick me up. And the next day, all I remember was like constant bombing. I was decaying physically. And all these oh. videos were sent to me of me like 
on all fours in a bar, me in a cage in a bar. Like, it was like a Austin Powers, like, fembot, like, 60s, like, club theme. It was a weird vibe in there, but, like, it was, like, sex kitten stage and, or, or, or like, sex kitten cage and I'm in it. Yeah. No memory. No memory. I will decay if I ever see these videos, if there's footage of them. I'll, I need to see it. I'm sure there's security footage we can resurrect somehow. I'll have to make a few phone calls. <laughs> I also, I made friends, that, I made friends with County. I sat at the bar with this, this woman and her girlfriend and she was like super butch and we were bonded because we were both drinking hard and we were like talking about what we do and I was like, what do you do? And she's like, I'll give you one guess. And I was like, something in security, law enforcement. She goes, police. And I was like, county, county police. (laughs) (laughs) And then she And I bet you she's got the videos on her camera because she cannot trust county. I'm sure she took every video of you dancing. (laughs) No, she was going down just as hard was the problem. Was like, because I was getting all these drinks like bought for me. And then I think she bought me one too. But also her girlfriend and her were drinking hard. And at one point she started crying to me. She just felt really comfortable to open up to me for some reason. And she was like talking about her job. And she was talking about like being a woman in her job. Like she was going through like the hardships of like her experience as like a female police officer starts crying. I've got one eye going to the right because I'm blackout at this point. <laughs> and all I remember saying, I was like, I was like, thank you for your service. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> and I'm, I start crying too. Cause I like, have, have like a mirror neuron thing. So I'm crying. She's crying. <laughs> and then I'm up on a stage on all fours. Decay. <laughs> and that was the freak show. It was. That that's was what it was. <laughs> oh my God. I'm still wondering if any creepers just picked up on you casually saying gay K Simmons and then we just moved past it. I, I someday we need to tell them about that. Not now, but we'll I was gonna say I was it. like, is today that day? Okay, keep that in mind I, for I future <laughs> keep that in mind for future <laughs> references. Gay K Simmons will will make an appearance. <laughs> I've told other people about that outside of our, like, our group. Like, I'll, like, find a way to wiggle that into stories, even though it's completely irrelevant. I can't go in that restaurant anymore, like, (laughs) just because I think I'm going to run into him every single time. And I know his energy is Mm -hmm. sinister. I'm fearful of becoming him one day, but I could, you know. He won't. He won't. Decay. Decay. Um, I can tell you what. I think of tooth decay because I have terrible teeth. No, you don't. How many cavities have you had? I Be really honest. don't even want to say this. No, you could say it. <laughs> Wait, can I? I can make it better well, for you. Okay, so, Mel, my sister, has had. Yeah. Yeah. 12. Okay. So I've had five root canals. Five? <laughs> five. <laughs> I, oh, I God. have two teeth that have been pulled. <gasps> oh my God. Is this where you just pop out your dentures? You just pop yeah, out like I a full have... set. <laughs> you go, Silas, there's something I've always wanted to tell you. pops out his whole mouth. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking of the nutty professor. <laughs> oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's not what I mean. Yes. I'm... <laughs> I hope you know what I'm referencing. <laughs> I, I 
I know exactly what you're referencing. Meanwhile, it just came to me what I was referencing. I was referencing Javier Bardem's character in Skyfall, the James Bond movie, where he's had like cyanide poisoning. Oh, have you ever I've, seen that movie? No, I've never seen it, but I do love Javier. Oh my god, he's so good in it. But he basically he's the villain, and his um face has a whole like implant in it because he oh. um had like cyanide poisoning that like decayed all of his teeth yeah, like, and, took and the jaw. deformed yeah. his face. Ooh. Yeah. And so they like had this thing. And so at one point he, I hope this is not a huge plot point, but he used to work for MI6 or is it? Yeah. Used to work mm-hmm. for like James Bond's um, and the then intelligence turned. agency. He turned. And then turned. And so he turned after on a mission, he had this whole cyanide poisoning thing happen to him and like, you know, cursed uh i guess it's judy dench's character that like ran the whole operation because you're such a um, bond girly like cursed her and you know too much I about these plots bond movie. <laughs> oh, i'd love a bond movie skyfall is like oh god i love that movie it's so good i can watch it anytime i'm very behind on them because the the way that i keep a mental tab as to how many are in circulation is the music always makes it to the oscars <laughs> so there's skyfall and of then course. i remember sam smith's like yeah Cause the writing on the wall. That one, yeah. That's all I know. That about. one, and then the Billie Eilish one, the No Time to Die. Da, da, da. Yeah, that's good. But nothing can beat Miss Shirley Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that? Come on. Of course I know Goldfinger, but I just didn't think that's where we were going with that. I actually thought you were about to be like, but nothing beats Adele's Let the Sky Fall. And you just go, Goldfinger. (laughs) You don't understand. It's so good, though. (laughs) Like, pretty good. (laughs) The man with the Midas touch. (laughs) You You don't get into that? That was me at the bar. I get into you doing it. <laughs> Literally, you. that's what I did for the competition where Decay. I took second. I went up and they they were like, "What's your talent? The talent should they go? What's your talent? I go gold <laughs> finger. Pretty good." <laughs> I wish and you were a fly on the everybody wall. Everybody that bought you a drink. Everybody that bought you a drink that evening rescinded it. Oh, I I think people had turned on me hard because I was like blacking out hard, and I had started a conversation with one of the Ariel Silks girls who was there that night. Because I wanted to know all about it. I was like, what's your story? It's like, when did you start? How young were you? How long have you been doing? Do you tour? And she was like, I'm just here for the check, baby. Let's let's not get into it. <laughs> and again, <laughs> one, eye, one eye going bar. all this way. Oh, yeah. I mean, it didn't last too long, honestly. <laughs> that place is like kind of, um, it's it's in downtown. Downtown has a lot of great like bar, restaurant spots, but they don't last super long because nobody likes to go to downtown. Yeah. So the turnover is pretty, pretty fast there. But that's always like a gay bar. Like whatever, I don't know, new life it finds or like new ownership, it Mm -hmm. always gets like reinvented as like a new gay bar. I have a hot take and I want to know what your opinion is. And Mm -hmm. Creepers, if you have an opinion, tell me. Something that I would like to see um, decay and permanently go away. I cannot stand the like pop-up bar situations that happen. I okay. I might disagree with you on this because some of those I like. Okay. I like them if they have a theme. That's really fucking cool to me. 
Like I love I love a pop-up bar that like really commits to the bit and like I do too if it's done well. But I mm-hmm. feel like now they're done so poorly and like haphazardly and with like a Amazon like they went on Amazon yeah. and bought like fifty dollars worth of Willy Wonka crap <laughs> and then they're like, it's a Willy Wonka <laughs> pop-up bar. <laughs> I'm like yeah, yeah. This is not, sadly, this is not, I don't feel like I'm in the chocolate factory right now and I'm not paying $25 for a hot cocoa with like rainbow sprinkles on it. That's the thing. They charge you out the ass. It's crazy. I know. I'm not doing that. I think we can let those fade away. Those can certainly decay, fade to the background. I'm down for that. But I like the ones, I, I love them seasonally. So it has to do with like. I think it has to do with like what we like around certain mm-hmm. times of the year, like Halloween themed ones. I eat that shit up when they're like spooky. Yeah. They'll do like pop up bars. They'll like rent out a space that's like, I don't know, like a, a bar for lease. They'll rent it out for like literally a month, like a spirit Halloween. They come in there, they're throwing cobwebs left and fucking right because they're like, this is going to be spooky as hell. People are going to show up. Yeah. Me. I show up so they can put a little fucking dry <laughs> ice cube in my drink and I can walk around with a little bump. <laughs> yeah that's what i want (laughs) i would see this is where like i know i would go with you and have the best time of my life but i would be sitting there like what like my side eyes going because i don't want to pay 25 bucks for my martini to come out in a damn cauldron well baby we wouldn't pay because we are influencers in the space so that's my scenario. Well, we're, boots, we're boots on the ground, hocus pocus. Boots, we're just boots on the ground. Boots so. on the ground, hocus pocus, <laughs> decay. <laughs> yeah, decay. Um, I want to get and back to tooth decay because I decay. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of last call, we just say we just flip the lights on. We go decay over the loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> People just start to literally decay in the bar we come in the next morning it's just bodies everywhere like that is decay though like you're at the abbey around midnight 1 a.m they flip they flip the lights on you get the fluorescence that walmart lighting someone gets on a loudspeaker they go decay decay (laughs) you don't need to see my pores not after midnight oh my god i'm crying it's real though oh my god but back to tooth decay because this is an important Mm. topic dental hygiene is something Mm -hmm. we should be focused on in this country that's not true we have pretty good teeth in the u.s overall better than the uk right no shade to the uk fandom i mean i guess so don't ask me clearly i'm not an authority but you here. have good teeth is the thing you have braces oh wait you never had braces did you no i've i've got great straight teeth but i yeah. inherited so my dad and i'm sorry dad i'm gonna out you he had 32 cavities do you guys have like a sweet tooth in your family do you eat a lot of sugar no. So I it's definitely a genetic thing because he had terrible teeth. Mm-hmm. I believe his I mean actually I don't remember, but I'm sure either one of his parents probably didn't have great teeth, but mm-hmm. I mean his thing was like his parents, well first of all, I think it was before fluoride was put in yeah, most toothpaste are water, water and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um so but it was also back in the day where you'd go get your cavity filled and then you'd have to come back and like get it refilled. And so I think when my dad says like I had 32 cavities, it's not like he had one in every tooth. It's like there were teeth where he had to go back like multiple times and get it right, refilled. Right, right. But still um no, it's so no joke. I I'm, I definitely genetically started having an issue because I had my first root canal when I was in 5th freaking grade. Oh, whoa. 
What? And I brush my teeth. Like my yeah. mom was like in there, you know, yeah. brush your teeth, you know, twice a day and everything. And I certainly believe she things. was. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, that fifth, was my first fifth grade one I ever had. Were you scared? Fifth grade. Were you scared? Mm-hmm. That, that's like pretty intensive oh dental work. Oh, I, it scared the crack. Crap, crack. Not the crack. <laughs> scared. Decay. The crack <laughs> out of me. It scared the crack out of me. Um, Good. I'm happy you, you I, got clean in fifth grade. <laughs> I got clean in fifth grade from my root canal. Uh, <laughs> So just me doing crack and having having root canals yeah I, I was like um, i think you had bigger problems than like a little a, a root canal tooth <laughs> if you were doing crack in fifth grade girl <laughs> crack okay oh my god you hear my timer go <laughs> you know what? oh my god it's because i'm i'm soaking some jeans right now and some oxyclean this is not sponsored the best thing to get stains at i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking jump <laughs> the best thing to get stains out of your clothes <laughs> You fill up your washing machine with hot water. You sprinkle some OxyClean powder in it, and then you put your oil-stained jeans in, or at least I do. (laughs) And then you let them soak for three to six hours. Let the wash go. Let the cycle run. Perfect. Quote, unquote, oil stains. You want to tell us what really happened? It was an oil stain because I was at Sushi and Sumo and I sure did because I'm incapable of eating like an adult. Spilled a whole fucking thing of oil onto my thigh. Wait, are we going to address so you went to that even? Like, we have not even debriefed on that at all. It's, we might even have to save it for another episode. But to yeah, g- yeah to say- give you the lowdown real quick, I did go to a Sumo show basically it felt kind of it was really fun like i was super happy to be invited i was stoked to like go there it was a really good time it's definitely a little like wwe style sumo i would say we're like there's a little bit of showmanship going on there but it was great and they brought up some randos from the audience to try to like sumo with them let me just say this (laughs) every like buzzed white guy who wants to go up at like an event like that for like a sumo competition He doesn't get that, like, it's supposed to be fun and in, like, I don't know, good faith that you're not going to, like, beat the shit out of each other. Because these, like, big dudes up there, they're just looking to, like, push you around a little bit and, like, get a few laughs out of the audience. There are a few guys that went up there, took it so seriously, they start, like, hitting these sumo wrestlers. Like, really. And these guys are so big that they can literally take them by the shoulder and chuck them into the audience if they wanted. So they're kind of just like, why are you (laughs) slapping me? Like, why are you, like, trying to actually fight me right now? And that was when I spilled the oil. Meanwhile, you get up there and you start doing your cage dance and thinking you're at the freak show bar. And that's where I would have won second place in my second competition on stage. (laughs) No, but the worst part of that night, though, is that after we left, I knew that I had a flat tire because when I first arrived, the parking attendant was like, you got a flat. And I was like... Oh, fuck me. But I was like, I, I can't like deal with it right now because I'm not going to miss this show. Like, this is so exciting. There's an open bar. I'm not missing the open bar. So I was like, yeah. I'll deal with that and Geico after. So as I'm leaving, um, <laughs> <laughs> some friend who invited me out to this, she was like, I can change your tire. My dad used to be a mechanic. I can't believe tell this story. And I'm like, you. I gave her the out like 15 times. I'm like, you really don't have to do that. Like, I, it's fine. I've got AAA. I've got Geico. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm doing this. She's had... A few. (laughs) And she came out. She got my jack out, started to, like, get the tie. Like, we're going through the motions (laughs) together, but she's, like, getting progressively more drunk, as am I, because I don't know shit about how to change a tire. 
And then some guy came in from the parking lot. He was like, I want to try to help you. He didn't know what he was doing. But then we officially called AAA, I think, at one point. And by the time AAA got there, she had the whole tire off. Like she, if they were five minutes, five minutes more, she would have had the job done. So then I'm. Did they finish the job? They just, they, yeah, got the donut on and like used their special tools because we were doing it by hand. Like we were cranking off like the nuts and bolts. I don't know. Again, don't know anything. But (laughs) at the end of that, I got in the car with her and I was like, okay, where can I take you? I will drive you anywhere. I was like, thank you because you saved my life and like dealt with my tire. And she goes, we're going out. And that was the end. The end of my night that I remember. <laughs> Decay. Decay. <laughs> Maybe that's a good place to end this one right here. Because these are supposed to be snackable. They're supposed to be 30 minutes long. And also, yeah. we could do a part two on Decay. Because we haven't even gotten into I'm college s- Decay. Where you've seen, you've seen my know. body really go from, <laughs> from 60 back to zero. Very fast. <laughs> I'm just glad that we've... Still managed to pivot away from my teeth. That's good. We can stop now. I want to hear more about that in the future because I am very shocked by it. I'm very shocked by your teeth decay. Would you ever get veneers? Last question before I close this up. Oh, God, yeah. I literally fantasize about the day I can get all my teeth taken out and new ones put in. Really? What age would you do it? Mm -hmm. Do you have like an age in mind where you'd do it? No, I have a number of dollars that I'm bringing in in mind. <laughs> I would do it because getting your teeth it's done expensive. is so expensive. So my teeth, last thing I'll say, my teeth that I did have pulled, I have to get implants put in for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. An implant is like $8,000. Oh, I know. I had somebody in high school, one of my best friends, he he like chipped a tooth when he was young, I think. And like they, what they did, they do that thing where they shave down all your other teeth to match that tooth. Mm-hmm. But he had really tiny teeth. One day he got into my car with the fiercest veneers, I like the best veneers I'd ever seen in my life, top and bottom. His parents paid for it. And they weren't like wealthy, wealthy by any means, but they were like, we're agreeing to like pay for a full set of veneers. His teeth looked amazing. They still look amazing. Oh my God. And they looked so natural. That was the craziest thing. I got to find out who did his veneers. <laughs> I got to get the name. I was going to say, please ask him and send me the deeds. <laughs> I'll fly to Thailand. I don't care where I have to go. Oh, my God. Go to Turkey. You can get turkey teeth. Full set of veneers. Oh, yeah. $499. (laughs) Airfare included. How did we get here? Decay. Decay. Decay Air. My airline coming out in 2024. (laughs) Creep time airline. Decay Air. And with that, we're going to catch you guys on another episode of Creep Time After Dark. Thanks for hanging out with us for the very first one. We will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. And Jesus, good luck to us. Oh, my God. (laughs) Decay. Decay.